Coming at you from the Steel City, you're listening to Poor Man's Podcast, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Your weekly dose of humor hosted by Chris Hopper and with a new special guest each week. And here's your host, Chris Hopper. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. Woo! If you did. Ladies and gentlemen, holy shit! Welcome to the Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me, as always, and killing it tonight is Cheech. Cheech, how are you doing? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Cheech, (laughs) Cheech, I adore you, and I think you're doing a great job. There's a lot of things in front of you right now, and I appreciate the difficulty. For the people just listening, we have Cheech. We're back at five six five live, so you should watch it on Facebook and YouTube and all that good stuff. Um, but we had some technical difficulties the first run, and it's all on Cheech now. So, you know, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. There is a lot of stuff in front of him right now, but... Um, Just doing our the, best, the first recording, this is our second go, but yeah, the, the first recording, we had some technical difficulties. But yeah, we're still having a little bit, but we're fine. Here. Are we Are we good audio-wise, Cheech? Audio-wise, we're beautiful. Audio-wise, we're beautiful. Oh, yeah. Visually, we're beautiful for the people watching. We're here at 565 Live in Bellevue. Uh, they do comedy here Thursday. They do music here Friday, Saturday. Definitely stop down. It's awesome. It's really cool vibes. Speak easy. Uh, but we're here on Mondays, and we are here tonight. We have the privilege of being joined by Michelle from Pittsburgh Foodie Girls. Hopefully, we'll be joined by her uh, regularly going forward. But she's going to review some restaurants in the area. She's going to uh, talk about um, her favorite tacos in Pittsburgh right now, and then she's going to tell us about a uh, place she's excited to be joined by. So, Michelle, thank you for uh, joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to talking about the tacos. Yeah, I won't use the same joke I used <laughs> earlier. Uh, if you watched it earlier, you saw it. It killed. And, uh, you know, you'll have to just watch on Facebook. Go back and watch the, the taco joke on Facebook. But, you know, the people just listening, you can blame Cheech for that. But Yeah, whatever. Cheech, we have a big show tonight. We have a very big show. As we said, the aforementioned Michelle's here. I'm excited for her. Uh, she took some pictures. We're going to go into that. We love talking about food. Cheech, you're a chef. I work in a restaurant. We're around yeah. food all the time. So we're excited to talk about food with somebody. We have John Malecki coming on for the second half of the show. Former Steeler. Former Super guard, excited about Or that. offensive lineman, yeah. yeah. And then a, a current builder. He's a just a super talented craftsman builder. So definitely check him out. Uh, and, we'll, you know, we're going to talk to him all about that on the second half of the show. Next week we have Don Arner, comedian Don Arner, coming on. I'm excited to have him on. Uh, everybody who has been on before has told us how funny it is. Um, and then some other things we'll touch on before we jump into the stuff with Michelle. Uh, some voting stuff. It's important to vote, and it's important to vote for Poor Man's Podcast, for Best in the Berg, for podcasts. So, you know, if you like listening, and if you're listening at this point, then I'm assuming you like it enough to listen, uh, give us a little vote. And, uh, vote that for will... Poor Man. There... Yeah, there we go. <laughs> give it another one. Let it play the whole way. Vote for Poor Man's. Woo! There, we we did steal that from Poor Man's Burg. I will tell you that. Just so we got to give credit where credits yeah. due. But they were they were the champion brewery in in Pennsylvania this 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 year. Yeah, and we're hoping to be a champion uh, podcast in Pittsburgh. We're really hoping, absolutely. Fingers and the, and while you're voting uh, on Tuesday, we do the worst movie character every week. We ask uh, the guests who their least favorite movie character is, and uh, we've compiled a bracket for the end of the year for all the guests. There we go, Cheech. So there, there you go. The people watching, you can see the least favorite character. It is the next round. 
So there's some uh, some big matchups on there. Please follow us on Instagram and vote on Tuesday. But uh, I'm so happy Rose has made it to the second round. Oh yeah, that, you know what? There were some there were some tight ones. Uh, Donner and whoever Donner played. I'm in the first surprised round. that Donner took that L. Honestly. Donner won. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. or, uh, that W. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> that he like made it to the next round. I didn't think people gave a shit. Yeah, and, like, uh, yeah. yeah. Got to rewatch. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, but I just didn't feel like it. Yeah, was a. <laughs> Hey, Whatever. Some of I, have, I, appreciate I didn't think Matilda opinion. would be short round, and, true, and here we are. True, <laughs> true. I definitely thought short round was making. Yeah, it. yeah. but let's it uh, is what it is. let's get into some good uh, some good food talk with uh, with Michelle yes, from please. Pittsburgh Foodie Girls. Please, please. Absolutely. Yeah, please. Now, uh, Cheech, uh, can you bring up the uh, the thing for that, and, and we'll discuss everything. Yes, we can. Now, Michelle is going to review uh, a restaurant. She's going to give us her top three tacos in Pittsburgh currently, and then she's going to tell us about a place she's excited uh, to go to in the in the next month, right? Sure. Um, I really wanted to give a shout-out to Buford's Southern yeah. Kitchen in Washington, Pennsylvania. Um, it's one of my favorite places to go for breakfast and lunch. Yeah. Um, they have a fabulous happy hour on Sundays. So I really wanted to highlight that happy hour from 9 to 11 on Sundays. Yeah. Half off alcoholic drinks. 9 a.m. Yeah, you think that people aren't going to be there. Oh, right? no. no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was hoping to hear. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's crowded. You get in there. I mean, it's a very family-oriented place. However, the bar is 21 and up around the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are there. Sometimes it's three people deep to get... To get a drink at the happy hour. I, I no doubt. That. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm, shit. I'm a big fan of their Bloody Marys. So I go there for that. But they also have excellent food. Cheech, there should be two pictures from Michelle's uh, trip there. There you go. There Would it be we those go. two. So you could see that. Look at that Bloody Mary. That's gorgeous. Right. They stick a couple pieces of bacon in that thing. They have mm-hmm. different flavors, different spice levels. Big fan of Bloody Marys. You are. Yeah. Yeah, I like you the, like the little extras. Yeah, yeah. I like, if I just have like a plain one, you know, peppers. Got some of those Bloody Marys are getting out of hand anymore. They have them. Oh, it's ridiculous. They have, they have like an entire them, yeah. rotisserie chicken on one. That's amazing, though. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. I mean, you just walk in, you have your chicken on, on top of your. Yeah, Mary. I would. Uh, they, they had like a, a pitcher. They had like a rotisserie chicken. They had like a turkey leg. They had bacon, <laughs> obviously. But like, yeah, some of it, it's like a feast for like a Viking on top of this right, picture. Yeah. Of, uh, That's okay, just, though. Yeah, I guess you get your oh, drink for it. Yeah, meal, why not? You know, why not? Hey, it's very <laughs> photographic. Whenever no you get doubt. food on top of your Bloody Mary, I it mean, that, that picture always comes out amazing. Yeah. And you said there are happy hours from 9 to 11? 9 to 11 on Sundays. Um, you, you don't have to be sitting at the bar to get yeah. that great. It is, like I said, family friendly. And if the weather in Pittsburgh ever clears up, which I don't think is ever going to happen <laughs> at this point, they do have a very nice patio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so also animal friendly. So pet oh, friendly. nice. They keep oh, yeah. teasing us. It seems like it's going to be nice. Every then, other day yeah. it's yeah. nice, and then it's back to 40 degrees and raining. We're supposed I, to get snow tonight. So. Yeah, yeah, right. Left, and then it's supposed to be 80 on the weekend. Like, yeah. Make up your Last, mind. I think it was Thursday. I left Bellevue. Like Western Pennsylvania. And I was driving to Beaver. I left Bellevue, and it was like 70 degrees. And by the time I got to Beaver, you know, 30 minutes later, it was 50 degrees. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I just want to add one more thing about Buford's. They were kind enough to... Um, Donate a $25 gift card for an Instagram giveaway. Oh. So sometime this week, they come and follow my page at Pittsburgh Foodie Girls. They'll see the information on how they can enter to, to win that. Nice. Absolutely. So oh, everybody yeah. make sure you click through there. We're going to obviously tag her and everything. Uh, but click through that and find out a way to win a, a gift card. Very good. That then would be can, awesome. And then someone, your, one of your listeners can actually enjoy the happy hour as well. That would be, awesome. be awesome. Maybe maybe we'll have to stop down and uh, enjoy it with them, Cheech. There yeah, you go. Absolutely. You guys can come down with me. I would love oh, to. Yeah. We need to start doing that. Because I'm, 
I you know I'm that's one it. of my things. I love going out to eat, but I get comfortable and go to the same places. All the yeah, time. I need too. to. I need Me to too. I find what I like, and I I end up yeah. at the same place every all all the time. <laughs> well, you guys are following my page, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that should inspire you to try different places. Listen, I well working in restaurants, we have the same hours as a yeah, lot of restaurants, so, so it's, it's like. like if you if you want to be open on Sunday like this right. like this exactly. this is prime for us exactly so, so ten to nine we'll Monday. be waiting in the parking lot to get bars <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's do it that sounds awesome I'm oh, excited yeah. for that very good now let's let's talk about your uh, the, your top three three tacos in Pittsburgh that's exciting because we love tacos Cheech we love them I make them I make a lot of them yes so let's get into uh, to number three Cheech you have the yeah. ready. There we go, Michelle. So these are my top three current favorite tacos in Pittsburgh. Um, my number third favorite is the Burra Taco from Secretaros de Mis Abuelas, which is a Puerto Rican restaurant okay. down near PPG. And you're thinking, oh, okay. And okay. you're thinking, why the heck? And they are also a food truck. And you're probably thinking, why did you go to a Puerto Rican restaurant to get tacos? Well, I didn't go there for the tacos, but when I saw them on the menu, they just yeah. sounded delicious. And so, so this type of taco, I think we have a photo of it. Yeah, there should be a couple uh, on there. Cheech. Uh, let me see. It should be right after There that. it is. There we go. So look there at this. So that's the, um, the queso taco, they call it, the birria taco. And what they do is they cook, they slow cook their meat in a spicy sauce. And it cooks that's all day. It. It's nice yeah. and soft. Yeah. And then you can see in my plate, I have a little side of consomme. Oh, okay. And it's meant to dip the taco. So to get the full experience, you would squeeze the lime and dip the taco. And if you that see it on the delicious. menu, and it's so good. So looks good. super authentic. I, I think the way to go for, for meats and tacos, you have to cook it really slow. Yeah, I do. You, you do like the slow roasted pork, slow roasted pulled chicken or whatever you're yeah, going to do. Those, look, those oh. look super good. They're so good. They were just a little bit spicy. And maybe next time we'll get the Puerto Rican food when I go there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, those are, yeah. Yeah. Those are some fresh looking limes, too. I have to give it to you. Because there's a lot of restaurants that get that, that skimp on the citrus. Oh, you got to <laughs> give them with lime. This, dude. Is, a, this is a family operated place. Yeah. Like, and this is, these are the, 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 the actual name of the restaurant is. Secrets of my grandmother, my grandmother's secrets. So yeah. they're using the grandmother's recipes. Yeah. So yeah. everything's really delicious. And they have some seating inside too, but in general, it's to go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you said, where was that? You said by PPG? Yes. And there's a food truck? They also have a food truck that goes around town from time to time, but I haven't seen it for a while. But yeah, there's yeah, a food truck. Yeah. Started with a food truck. Well, we're going to have to keep our eyes yeah, peeled. Keep our eyes, yeah, and then what What truck. kind of taco was that? I don't recognize what that was. Maybe the, I was. The burrito? Yeah. It's, well, I mean, it's, it's not very easy to find around here, but what they do is they put the meat inside of a taco shell. Yeah. And then they, the taco shell is actually dipped in the sauce. And okay. then they fry it on each side with some cheese. Uh huh. And then, of course, you serve it with that sauce that comes in the I think side. it's generally pulled beef. It is. Yeah. That, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, or, that's or short that rib or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so, uh, some sort, okay, some right, right, sort right, right. of red meat from, from a cow. Some kind of yeah, I've, from a cow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard that one. All right, let's get to number two. Okay, so my number two current favorite right now is, oh, just thinking about this. <laughs> yeah. It's the Korean flank steak taco from Taco Pittsburgh, which is down on 6th Street. Yeah. That, you know, that restaurant is run by Richard Deschance and uh -huh. he also runs uh, meat and potatoes which just yeah. recently opened back right. up um let's see what else it's a, it's pull that blue taco you mean I have they not got, been down got, there yet. they got good I've been a meat and potatoes but I haven't been a taco so no, it's good it's good yeah. it's it's a small venue it's it's nice and dark inside it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah they've got a really extensive tequila list if you like that if you like margaritas oh, they yeah. squeeze all their own juice for the tequila tequila does not like me and that's the problem <laughs> 
The last time I, I well, this is gross. But the last time I, I, I tried to have, well, I didn't try to have it. Somebody told me they were giving me whiskey and they gave me tequila. And you couldn't tell the difference. Kobe, oh, great. And <laughs> I knew exactly who it yeah. was. Obviously. And as soon as it he touched, gave you, he gave you gold tequila. He, I don't know what it was. It was it brownish? I, I, it probably was because he just handed it to me, and I, you know. If you tell me I'm getting Jameson, I'm expecting Jameson to hit yeah, it. Absolutely. The second it hits my tongue, it comes out my nose. Dude, it's horrible. I, think I'm I hate allergic tequila. To it. Yeah. I don't like it. I like margaritas. Now, there's some really good other tequ- shit. tequilas yeah. out there now. It's not like, you know, it's uh, like yeah. you're getting some- I'm, a, I'm a whiskey oh, man, like, yeah. through and through. I, I, I see that, and, and I see all that stuff, and maybe I should do it, but I think I just have a taste aversion to it now where, like, if I smell it, like, I if only... I smell artificial grape, it makes me sick. Yeah. Like, so that. I think it's just at the point where it's no good. <laughs> I understand. Sick. Well, they have a really good list there, but that Korean taco, um, yeah. it has a, the picture's gone now, but. Oh, yeah. 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 Pop, pop it back up, Wait, let's, let's take a look yeah. at it again. Well, because it's going to make me drool all over. Oh, oh so yeah. In the middle, so when you go look to taco, you get two tacos at a time. I don't okay. think I've ever ordered anything else there, but that Korean flank steak taco, it has a cute little cucumber, spicy cucumber <sighs> salad on it with some peanut Salsa. Yeah. Salsa. Is that delicious. cilantro on it? It is cilantro on there. It's just How a, do, you're a cilantro fan? I am. Yeah. yeah. You don't like cilantro? I you don't. You can't listen. I don't it's, it's feel like. It's one or the other. You I don't really feel like, like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You either love really it like or, or you don't. hate it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I feel like you can't make a, like a good taco without some rough chops. I, I understand it, but I it feel like it's just overkill it. every single time. Like, I feel like the the cilantro flavor, at least for me personally, like when, when I taste it, that's all I taste because there's is like the too much. I think if you cut back and put a fourth of the cilantro in, yeah. it, it would it would do leaps and bounds for my you. palette at least. Yeah, I hear you. See, I for like the cilantro. Palate. I like yeah, the cilantro yeah. on there. And I'm, sh- I'm with you on that. Yeah, I like it. Sure. You can see, even see, um, we always get the queso and the guac there, and there's a lot of cilantro in that as well. Oh, very good. Okay. It's very good. Cilantro, you have to, man. If you're running tacos, I understand it. I just, it's not, it's not, no, it's not what I like. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same page. I just want to add one more thing about taco before you change the picture is I would have a reservation to go there like yeah. I wouldn't just pop in that's some place you need a reservation they're, yeah, they're busy they're very busy hell, huh? they're so yeah. busy every yeah. single night of the week I yeah. believe it they're, they got good food yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good alright Chiefs let's go to okay, number one this is it this is my number one oh, wait. most uh, recent I, favorite taco do we have a drum roll <laughs> nice is there a drum roll on there still uh, I thought that was a, a different one never mind there you go there should still be a drum roll on there from the award show a week yeah. ago. Yeah, it's probably on like, like the it, last it's page. It's probably on page five or something, but there we go. Number one. There we go. Okay, so my number one most favorite taco right now in Pittsburgh is the specialty shrimp taco oh. from La Palpa. La Palapa. <laughs> and it was written on the wall there, too, as you can see. La Palapa, um, which is down in the south side. Uh-huh. And it's an authentic Mexican restaurant. Um, you can see there was shrimp were juicy. They were well cooked. And yeah. I got my Mexican style. So going back to the cilantro conversation. Yeah, yeah. Mexican style is just onions and cilantro. So that's yeah. how I got mine. But you could also get an American style for you guys that don't like it. <laughs> you can get that lettuce, tomato, cheese, which is the, you know, American version. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But it, it was delicious. The place was clean. I'd never been there before. I went on a recommendation. They did the table side guacamole for us. Oh, yeah. So they brought the guacamole. They brought the <laughs> avocado right to the table and did it right there for us. As, and then we also got the stuffed jalapeno. I was just going to ask how the, how the stuffed jalapeno Oh, they were so good. They were so That good. would be my favorite part of that. So there were only four of them and three of us went. Mm-hmm. So we had a problem. Yeah, we had, that, we had no. one last jalapeno, <laughs> but you know, had a those, fight. <laughs> well, we cut it in half, and then someone just you know gave in. So uh, I, I think I ate the whole thing, anyways. 
<laughs> the place was clean, and um, I reached out to them after we went because we just went last week yeah. and told them what a good experience I had with their staff. And they also offered a twenty-five dollar gift card for an Instagram giveaway. Oh wow! Oh, no back shit. Back, so we'll have two going Sick. on that will be related to your podcast. Nice, awesome. That's that's so why sick. you need to tune in. You need to listen to this, and you need to follow Michelle on Pittsburgh yep. Foodie Girls. Absolutely. Uh, well, we're gonna post her or tag her and all that. But this is so cool. I, I love this, and um, the pictures you take are always great. They make me so hungry. I wasn't that hungry going into this, and now I'm just looking at the guacamole. Right. Oh, yeah. Remember right. how I told you I wasn't gonna eat between here and home? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'm gonna have to eat between always, here and home. There's always room for a taco. So that's what I'm saying. And they're so small. Just one. Yeah. You know, just one. I can eat a lot of tacos. I can yeah. eat a lot of tacos. Now, while we're on the taco talk, if, if you had to pick for, for taco uh, protein, are you you like a pork taco, beef, chicken, shrimp, fish? I gotta tell you, I mean I really go for that. I'm thinking about that flank steak. That yeah. So beef, probably a yeah. yeah. Flank steak. Cheese. What do you like? I like steak. Yeah. Like I like traditional carne asada type of deal going on. Just give me sliced steak with you know lime juice, cilantro, onion, some sort of <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> some sort of Jew with it. Like yeah. I that's all I need. That's all I want. And if, but I am torn like pulled pork, uh-huh. pulled pork tacos. Sometimes that, some picklings. And that, some, like, if you ask this podcast. Oh, I know. You love them. I, love I know you pork. love them. I used to go. I, I, and I still love steak is probably my second. But but number one, I love pulled pork. And, and that I like pulled pork nachos, anything oh, like yeah. that. It's it's so good. I'm, I'm all about pork anymore. I mean, I can see why. It's good. It is like, good. I and like pulled pork tacos, like some picklings and some sour cream, like crema. Yeah. So and where are you guys' it. favorite taco place then? Do you have a favorite taco here? Um, I, you know what? I never liked tacos until like two years ago. Oh my! So I, I'm I'm late. That you know I would you I would late to the party. We have to do yeah. our due diligence, Cheech, and, and shout out two hundred two Taco in Bellevue. We went there for lunch today. Their their nachos True. I had there were mm-hmm. awesome, and their buffalo chicken taco was good. I know that, and um, I I've been to Condado. I would their their sauces. They're like. Salsa, their guac, and yeah, yeah, and their and their um, queso. Yeah. Those are all super. Good. They, I was very are, pleased of everything. There. Those are made to order, right? Like you pick, the yeah, yeah, yeah. you pick the show. Yeah, I yeah. like they got good. I like Condado a lot. I really do. I, I freak. Like I frequent there. If now we were city, talking about that earlier, and you said you went to the one where uh, downtown. Okay, is, and there, I like, is there one downtown? There's one, one downtown, like right at the end of town. Okay. So it's like right before you get into like uh, the strip district. It's like on a corner. Oh, uh, okay. You know, okay. What I was like? yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that that way. Okay, yeah. I've been to the one that I think was in Lawrenceville or still is. I think okay. there's one in Lawrenceville, one yeah. downtown. And I think there's one at South Hills Village. Okay, yeah, they yeah. have a few locations. I I love that place. So I think of the three of us, we've all been to different ones and never been to the same one. So, but, but, but do we but, all uh, have yeah. good things to say? <laughs> yeah, Probably. I, I liked it. It's hard to go wrong with a taco unless you completely ruin it. But, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we were talking about that at dinner. Anything in a tortilla? Good. (laughs) Anything. Well, that's what I was saying. I was like, I'm not a salad guy. I wouldn't eat salad, really. Like, I would eat it if it came with my meal, but I wouldn't go out and order a salad. But if you threw all the stuff in a salad inside of a tortilla and I (laughs) ate it like a taco, I'm on board. Yeah, Chris is like, I want it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Uh, let's get... uh, You are... Looking forward to a place in the oh, next yeah. month. So, so let's talk about that. So, so I, I'm, I'm a menu stalker. So I look ahead. <laughs> yeah. I, I watch menus. I look for places I want to go. I have lists of places that I want to go. Yeah. And one place I'm really excited about right now is a place on Banksville Road called Kebab and Curry. It's okay. a northern Indian Pakistani restaurant. Right. And they're getting a lot of buzz right now because they're making this tiki masala pizza. 
Oh, okay. So yeah. they're putting like you have tiki masala. It was like a chicken tiki masala on top of a pizza crust, huh. and they make huh. the crust right there. So I'm I'm really that looking, sounds good. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm, I'm into just, that. I've been like I said stalking them on Instagram, yeah. watching their menus, and I do that. Super have to let interesting. You guys know. Yeah, well, everybody, please, if you're listening, definitely follow that. I'm interested to hear that. Yeah. The whole pizza thing is interesting yes. to me for, for, for that. And I think they have other I don't think I've ever seen that before. I should have brought a picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll give well, people a reason to, to click say, through. And, uh, yeah. week I'll say, I'll the teaser. Next, yeah. I'll bring yeah. you a picture next time. We'll yeah, definitely have a picture do. of that. We'll, we'll have to discuss maybe all we'll, that. Maybe I'll bring the whole pizza in, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking <laughs> the language. Talking. <laughs> yeah. The pizza love language. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But no, that sounds absolutely awesome. Um, tell everybody one more time where they can find you. So you can find me on Instagram at Pittsburgh underscore foodie underscore girls. Okay. Underscore underscore. And it's a great profile. So it's like my t-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely click through that and we'll, we'll look forward to all of that uh, going forward. Thank you. Thank you guys. Now, Cheech, let's, uh, let's quickly talk about our beers real quick. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about, uh, we'll get to the stuff to do in Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, what, so what, what are you I'm, drinking this week? I am drinking a sour from uh, North Country. North Country is, I don't know if I've said it on here. I feel like I had to have at some point. But North Country is one of my favorite breweries. I love yeah. it. I, I haven't had a beer from them that I'd be like, eh, I wouldn't drink yeah. that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So this is a blueberry cobbler ale. Um, it, it's 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 on point, man. It's pretty spot on. Um, I, fuck. On a Richter scale, though? On the, on the Guy Fieri Richter scale? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably sitting around... Uh, it's like in between an out of bounds and shut the front door. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like it's teetering on that line. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so absolutely. It's very good though. Is I that lo- is that a local brewery? Yeah, they're from like. Uh, do you know where Slippery Rock is? I do mm-hmm. yeah, it's like up that way. Okay. Yeah, they have a. And if you are out in where's that little town out by Cranberry that's not Cranberry? Oxford? No, 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 no. It's at in the middle of nowhere. Salinopol. Mm, close. <laughs> it's like past Yulianopol. It's where the, the <laughs> <laughs> even closer. The little restaurant. Fuck. What's that? What's it called? Uh, they they have like all of. It's like it's. I don't remember. <laughs> but it, it's this a great, great little spot, and they put. <laughs> one last no. week, please. Um, they they have all their beers there. It's like an inn. What's it called? Fuck. Uh, Yegly Inn. No. no that's downtown. Ah. Fuck, I, I can't don't know. Already. Let's move on before I get mad. This is a hell of a spot for them, though. <laughs> <laughs> what a pitch. Definitely stop at that spot. Vaguely by Cranberry. I'll, I'll remember on the and next half of the show. Area. I'll remember the next half of the show yeah. and just shout it Yeah, out. go there, because they um, definitely have North Country Brewery. <laughs> what's, your, what's your fucking beer, Chris? Uh, now, my beer this week, and possibly uh, from a former week, is Albatross. It's just uh, so from Brew Gentlemen. Yeah. Now, I thought that this was the first time I was doing this, but Cheech informed me that I may have done it before. And Possibly. now, I, I feel like I have a good memory know. for things, but like, I totally think I may have done this beer before. But Brew Gentlemen has so many good beers. I've done General Braddock. I have one called Momo at home. I have this one. So this one is, is definitely good. Uh, out of Bounds. Out of Bounds? Let's Don't bring that up bounds. real quick. Right on. So we're, out about, of bounds. we're both about in the same place this week. I'm hitting it with the out of bounds for out Guy Fieri's <laughs> flavor rankings. Let's get to uh, stuff to do in Pittsburgh yep. because we have to uh, we talk to John. So uh, yes, I think Liz is doing it this week. So Cheech, give that a, uh, a play.
Hey Pittsburgh, it is Liz and we are back again this week with the best things to do in Pittsburgh. Now this week we are chock full with some awesome events, so listen up. We are starting off strong with a Pittsburgh Mac and Cheese Festival happening this weekend at the Strip District Terminal. There's going to be over 30 kinds of mac and cheese to sample from different chefs and food trucks. I don't know about you, but we will definitely be there. Next, Earth Day is this Friday, so celebrate Earth Day with the Pittsburgh Earth Day happening in Market Square. There's going to be music, activities, eco-friendly vendors, and an educational area to, you know, learn some new things about Earth Day. If you're not interested in those, don't worry because we we are also having a Pittsburgh hard seltzer and donut crawl. This, of course, is happening in the south side. You can choose between different flavors from duck donuts, and there will be fantastic drink specials as well with free cover to each bar. So guys, we have some awesome events happening this week, and there's even more events happening. So check out our weekend guide for tickets and details. Plus, this weekend is supposed to be really nice, so fingers crossed that Pittsburgh weather cooperates with us. Let us know what you guys are doing this weekend, and see you later. There you have it. The lovely Liz from Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh. Cheech, I don't know if it's just because we had a couple drinks before the show, but I love the ladies at Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh. They kill it every single week. Every week, Liz does a stand-up job. They all do. Every single week, no matter if it's Michelle, if it's Britta, if it's uh, Liz, They got the best stuff to do in Pittsburgh. It is. (laughs) Shit. Follow them. Click through for their weekend guide. But let's... for the people just listening, we, we did, for uh, the people watching, you get to see uh, the the art for the stuff or or you know the images that we do. Yeah. The one Cheech, can you pop up the the, the mac and cheese one? I can. I don't know if I've ever seen an image that made me more hungry. That looks so good. Wait a good. minute. Yeah, whoa, 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 yeah, wait, wait. I don't know if I've ever seen an image Chris. not of a taco. No, I'm kidding. Let's back up here. This mac and cheese though. I'm 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 a pizza. When you when you were talking yeah, about the okay. curry pizza, yeah. I'm on board. I love tacos, but I'm a pizza guy at heart. See, and, that and when I see the pepperoni and the cheese, uh, yeah, that really so that hits home for Chris. Let's be that that does. Your Please understand. Pictures, yeah, though, Michelle going into those, this those I'm a 12 year old who just suddenly grew up I, I we, like we listen before you got here we listen to Scott every week <laughs> yeah. so like just you know, you know we, yeah whatever I, the, I forgive you yeah the yeah. real big fish mighty boss tones have to say you know puts us in a good light manifesto kills it they but, really do though but anyway that um, that mac and cheese fest that is on April 23rd from 6 to 9 yep. that's a 21 plus event Okay, now Cheech, it's four dollars, uh, forty dollars for for regular admission. It's sixty dollars for VIP. I want to be VIP for the mac and cheese fest. Yeah, you. I feel like that both, is that's baby. a press pass you want to keep. It, you might as well. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the one. What's that, an extra twenty bucks for VIP? Why not? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And uh, then we have Earth Day Market Square. That's uh, April twenty second. There's music. They said there's activity booths, eco eco-friendly vendors and the best part of that that's free so you can just go down to market square check all that out hopefully it's nice out on uh, earth day and uh number three there's pittsburgh hard seltzer and donut crawl that one sound interesting that one in that one's for sure a crawl so much i uh, yeah. i feel like that's a good combo i i just like donuts yeah hey, look at that donut yeah look that, at that. that is from uh-huh. duck donuts i think have you ever had one of those duck donuts are amazing i've never had duck donuts 
Yeah, we have to call them, see if they can send us some donuts. <laughs> yeah, that would be so <laughs> sick. I love me some be, good donuts. Yeah. I, I, that looks so good. That yeah. is where the picture from. They, they have, uh, like we said, we were, they're doing the Donut Crawl and Hard Seltzer. That's uh, Carson Street from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. on April 23rd. But, yeah, they have duck donuts. It's I think it's $15 just for whatever, and then you get into each bar for free or whatever. I don't know. Know exactly how each crawl works, but it's about time, Cheech. We had a week off from bar from crawl. Yeah, right. like what was that? And dude? it felt it felt Shit. weird. And it now did. everything feels right. Everything's again. yeah. Everything That's why I felt so good tonight. <laughs> yeah, because we had a crawl on the stuff to do to pit. And everything everything is right with the world. Damn straight. <laughs> but uh, click through for for uh, their info and our info. I always butcher that. Click through their link and in our info and uh, see their weekend guide. There's a few more events on there. I think Backstreet Boys are coming to town. <laughs> are you a Backstreet Boys or an Instinct kind of girl, Michelle? Yes, I'm an Instinct kind of girl. Are you? Yeah. yeah. I was a Backstreet Boys kind of guy at the time, but I think looking back, Instinct might have been a, a a better band. They were band. They were a better band. Yeah, Cheech. You look like I just shot your puppy. What? <laughs> Are you a Backstreet Boys guy? I got nothing to say. Well, you know what? We got to wrap it up anyway. We got to get to John. But Michelle, thank you for joining. Thank um, you very much. Yeah. yeah, thank you for joining the show. Uh, follow her, Pittsburgh Foodie Girls. We're going to you know, tag her in that. Follow her. There's some giveaways. Make sure you, you uh, like that. See how to you know win the prizes and all that. Follow her for that. And uh, Cheech, let's take a break, and we'll be right back with John. Michelle, thank you again. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Mm, greetings, youth. This is Chandler Klein. You're listening to Poor Man's Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are here at 565 Live in Bellevue with our guest, John Malecki. John, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful this evening. How are you gentlemen doing? We are great. I'm so excited to talk to you right now. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of yours. I, well, obviously, I'm. we both grew up in Pittsburgh, so I first recognized the name from Pitt, um, and then, you know, going on from there, from the pros to the Steelers, and I... I, I'm a big fan of woodworking as well. So I'm a big f- football fan and I'm a woodworking fan. So that makes me a big fan of yours. I like people like uh, Nick Offerman, uh, who you probably, I'm sure you know. You know, all the, some of these uh, craftsmen. And I got into it from there. And then I saw you and I was like, wasn't he the one on the Steelers? And I was like, he's an incredible craftsman and builder and everything. So, John, please tell us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of got into all of that. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. And um, <clears throat> thank you guys for having me on first and foremost. Love uh, supporting some other local Yinzers yeah. uh, that are gr- that are grinding it out. I did a I did a podcast for three years myself, and I understand the hustle. Um, <laughs> and and I and I have a lot of respect for it. Um, it is a my uh, my elevator story is a is a I'm, I mean I think it's kind of boring, but um, in in a in a in a shorter way as possible. I grew up in Murraysville, which is about 20 minutes outside the city. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up playing football, focusing on sports. I was a large kid, so it was a free help from my dad and my grandfather because uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> as a lot of families are in this area, they love to do things themselves in the cheapest and most affordable way possible. Mm-hmm. So I was humping wheelbarrows and roofing, cutting grass, mulching, doing all that kind of stuff as a kid um, while focusing on my, my athletic career. Um, and I was fortunate enough to take a scholarship to the University of Pittsburgh, um, where I was a I was a four year letterman. I was a captain my senior year, and uh, had a really solid. It was actually, ironically, 
up until this last season, the for the last 10 win season in like 35 years. Yeah. So it was um seeing those guys come out last last year and, and win the ACC and perform so well was was awesome. Um and then I took my talents, if you could call them that, uh, onto the NFL and gave that a shot. I bounced around for about four years, played for five different teams, mostly the Steelers. I went through 13 different cuts and transactions. Um, and in the last season, I found the hobby of woodworking. Um, like I said, I was <clears throat> quite uh, large and helping for my grandfather and my dad as a kid. So yeah. I was always using tools. And I picked up the hobby, having some familiarity with, uh, you know, uh, some of the basic power tools that go into carpentry work more than right. woodworking. And uh, from there, I started building tables and stuff in my buddy's garage. And I uh, started a little business with an old teammate of mine. And um, we parted ways and I kind of kept building and focusing on the furniture side of the of what we were doing. Uh, and, and from that, I, I sort of I found social. I found uh, Instagram to be a super powerful tool for finding new clients, bringing them in behind the scenes, uh, showcasing my work and all kinds of stuff. So I started uh, focusing on producing and growing content there. Um, and after a while, I found that brands really like to see uh, engaging and creative accounts. So I started working with some brands, getting some free tools and playing that game. Mm -hmm. um, and then that was about between, <clears throat> I would say 2014 to 2018, I was dabbling doing both custom work and and making content and then in 2018 i decided to kind of go full steam ahead at being a youtuber and and what you could call an influencer mm -hmm. um and since then i've been working and producing content full-time uh for a living while also making custom work and, and building furniture and doing diy and remodeling and all that kind of fun stuff you see all over the internet and tv these days and that's my short story. That's yeah. my elevator. Very long. Elevator. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. sick. No, that's all. Yeah. I mean, that you say that's that's incredible compared to the average person. Yeah. But the thing that blows me away, I think, the most out of all of that is you said you didn't really get into a lot of it until after you retired from football. Mm, yeah. And you're you're incredible. Like, it right. looks like it's something you've done your entire life. So that's what it, it impresses me the most out of right. anything. Yeah, I, I'm on the same page as Chris. So yeah, I appreciate how, it. you said you, you, you helped out with, with your family while you were growing up, but you, I guess not as much as now not doing that. I, I mean, I saw some of the tables you made. There was one that was like a spiral. Like, I don't even know how, how it, <laughs> it, it stands, you know, physically. <laughs> some of that stuff is incredible. And I'm like thinking like, if you use that functionally, you have to like, there's so much math involved and just intelligence right. and like that kind of stuff is incredible to me that, that just like the, the, the measuring beforehand and all that I, I'm blown away. It's above that. and beyond my comprehension. It's so like, cool. I, to I me. can't do that kind of stuff. So it, yeah, I'm a, I, it's it impresses the hell out of but, me. But so is it just from doing that as you know, being younger and that's what made you interested into doing it or, or what, you know, if you were like, you know what, my football days are probably behind me and I want to get into something else. What made you choose that versus anything else? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what a lot of people don't realize, we'll get a little, get a little deep here, um, is when you're playing college athletics at a high level, mm -hmm. um, you don't have the time to go the traditional route of getting internships and getting experience to enter the workforce. Right. Um, and it's just because like, I, you know, I, I graduated high school um, in May of 2006 and I was at Pitt in June of 2006. Like I had one week between um, and then I didn't leave until I graduated in April, 2010. Like I lived there every summer. I went to school all, all year, all summer. 
Um, you don't have time for internships. And and so what happened was when I got done in the NFL, I think I was 23 years old, 24. Um, and I was super young for like adult life. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> in the workforce, I had little to no experience and, and I was less qualified because of my time away from college than um, younger people coming out directly from college with one or two years of internships and experiences. Right. And I had a, I have a business degree. So that stuff was, um, that was beneficial. And I was able to get a lot of interviews being a, you know, captain and mm-hmm. first of all conference and all that at pit and playing for this, whatever in that regard. But you, I just lacked the skills. And what I also realized was like the jobs that I, I had to compete for very entry level jobs. And you go from playing a sport on the highest level that is literally possible on the planet. Yeah. To that. Um, it just doesn't, doesn't get your feathers ruffled as much, right. not as fired up. So I tried the self-employment thing and my mom owns a business and I've always watched her hustle at it. And as a kid, I never really had a real job. If I ever wanted money, I would go hustle. And, and so I kind of just took that to it. Um, I was super into like the home remodeling shows with, uh, you know, Chip and Joanna. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love and that. We've all, we've all been victim of that. And the property brothers and stuff. And I, right. and I love the home remodeling space. My parents, my, my dad, um, they had a house <clears throat> that I helped remodel uh, when I was like cutting between teams and stuff uh, and, and whatnot. So I wanted to get somewhere into working with my hands. Um, and I always knew and still to this day know that like for a lack of any skill or experience, I always know that um, I can put in the effort and, and, and I can do the work physically myself um, mm-hmm. if I if regardless of if someone thinks I'm qualified or if I'm not. And I kind of took that mindset to it is I'll figure it out and I'll learn and I'll grow while I do so. So jumping into building custom furniture, you know, I was taking on literally anything that came in the door. Like I built <laughs> early on, like I was building outdoor the Adirondack chairs. I was doing bookshelves. I was doing uh, two by four coffee table kind of stuff. I built that took me into like a lot of reclaimed wood, uh, old timbers coming out of right. you know, like homes and stuff in in the city of Pittsburgh kind of area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I kind of found my way just meandering through the internet and and picking up skills as I went. Um, and I got to a point where I started really focusing on learning new skills. So I learned how to weld to do some basic metal fabrication and whatnot. Um, and then I learned to work with like larger format live edge kind of slabs and such. Um, and that's kind of where we are today with the style that we, we put into our work and, 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 uh, like the style I like to build in. But for a minute, I was just like the only guy in Pittsburgh doing reclaimed stuff with, with metal. And I was building a lot more metal, I guess, yeah. percentage wise, metal, metal furniture with wood accents, not so much these days, but, um, I was just always curious, dude. And I, and I think that that's an important part of being a owning a business is to stay curious and constantly be learning and trying to improve on your, on your knowledge base and your skill set. And when I got done with football, I was, I was simply just curious. I wanted to learn. I wanted to to do something with my hands. I I like the feeling, the reward of creating things um, from nothing to something and bringing uh, what could be like a visualization to the physical reality. Something to hold on to. Absolutely. I think, I think at least for me, like if I'm even small scale, just doing whatever at the end of the day, if there's something tangible that I can see, like there's an accomplishment feeling from that, that you can, you know, you kind of feel gratified from, yeah. from doing something. You created something. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. that. That's super cool to see. We, we had, I think it was probably a year ago. Uh, one of my, my 
former high school football teammates. Uh, he played at Northwestern at a high level, you know, defensive end. And he, he works with athletes, you know, after they retire. And he said, that's one of the things with them is like being at such a high level, you know, you're used to this. And then where do you go from there? And it's like, yeah. where do you put this drive and this intensity that you're used to? And how do you work with that? And it's cool to see, you know, that kind of funneled into a different area and, you know, how that can be, you know, how you can, do something, you know, incredible. The, the stuff you make, like I was saying, there was that one table, and, y- and you have to check out John's work. Check out his Instagram and his website. I'm but there's this, like, spiral table. There's this cave table he does that's incredible. Right. There's a lot of stuff he does with the resin that's really, really cool. He does the Steeler table. Yeah. So you definitely have to check all that out. You really are. You're super talented. It's, it's really cool to see that. No, I really appreciate it. We A lot of the stuff you'll see on my socials is, is simply just, doing what I said before, being curious and being creative, um, content, content wise, you know, that, that type of stuff tends to perform better. Um, and unfortunately in that, if you play that in that world and you're in that game, um, you're bound to trying to make the most interesting content that you can. And for a builder that typically is going to lean a lot more into building interesting things. Uh, it's nice for me because it's like a more of an artistic expression and I get to build just pretty much the wildest stuff I can come up with yeah. and see if we can dig it. Um, but for the most part, you're right. Like when you were saying earlier that that table, I don't know, I don't even know how it stands. Like it, it it's, <laughs> it's in my office. Like I use it for, uh, I use it to hold like cups and stuff next to my water cooler. But yeah. uh, it's not like a, it's not like a, uh, you wouldn't have that in a home with a family. Um, yeah. You know, because it's, yeah. it's not the most. If my kids thing, went but, near that, they would be on the yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. I don't want my daughter ever going near that. So yeah. like, uh, but, but it, uh, when, when it comes down to it is like, I think there's some inspirational aspects and there's some like creative aspects for pieces like that, that show other people, like you can push the limits and the boundaries of what's te- technically or typically considered to be furniture or mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whatever kind of work you want to call it. Um, and for me, that, that that part's really enjoyable. It's a nice, it's a nice artistic release. What, when, when you work for customers consistently yeah. in any regard, you, you're typically bound to what the customer wants. And so yeah. that stuff for me is like the, the cool, fun stuff that I can just do whatever I want. Like, I, like we're publishing a video on my YouTube channel next week that I literally hate. It was just pure art, artistic from <laughs> yeah. like start to finish. It's one yeah. of those. Just like stupid project, yeah, I think yeah. it's terrible. And then like four people have been through my shop in the last week. We're sitting there like that's cool as hell. I was like, dude, that's a turd. It's a polished turd. <laughs> yeah. But um, you got to try those things and to realize that you don't like them too, kind of stuff. Yeah. So I appreciate your uh, appreciate you talking it up. And it, and a lot of people look at that and they're like, why? <laughs> yeah, but that's the point. Is why yeah, so why? yeah. do you do you <laughs> see it more like if you're like say you're going out and you see a piece of wood or something do you do it like you see it and you're like that would be a good end table or that would be this or do you go like i want to build this let's see what i have or is it a little bit of both like kind of like the songwriter do you write the lyrics or the the music first yeah do you kind of have the idea or or the piece of wood it's, first? Uh, it's typically i work from both sides of it yeah. right like i'll see something i'm like ooh, that'd be super cool for this or like you said, I'll, I'll have an idea of something I'd want to make. And then mm-hmm. I find a material that kind of fits it. Um, I think when you're, <clears throat> when you're constantly like exploring, uh, if you're in like just a purely creative mode, typically shape comes to mind first and like trying to like, create a shape, yeah. then you try to bend the medium to it. Um, 
And then mo most of the time on the other side of that spectrum is like you said, if I see a piece that inspires me, that's normally going to be like a, like I was at a, I was at the sawmill a month or two ago and I saw this massive willow slab that was like a damn Pringle chip. It was so curvy and yeah. um, that's, that's not a good thing when you're building furniture. Right. Um, but I looked at it and I was like, if I cut it like these four different angles, I could probably flatten it, get some good yield out of that wood. And that'd be, that'd be pretty solid. And so we're working on that project now. Um, and that stuff tends to happen too. Uh, so yeah, I falter, I kind of falter into both sides of it. You don't have yeah. to excuse my dog ringing bells. And <laughs> no, you're good. I thought there was somebody behind me. That's I what just, I, I, I just wants, He wants all the attention. Right? He doesn't like that he's not on the podcast. Uh, no, well, yeah, he's actually the guest next week. It's a surprise <laughs> for him, John. <laughs> all the behind the scenes. Um, but John, do you do you have like a, a favorite piece that you've done, or is there something that you know you're you're proud of more than others that may have you you worked harder on, and then you know something that that you're you're proud of exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of most of the things I've built, yeah. <laughs> but I will say that um, we've done a bunch of remodeling projects and work on my home. Yeah. Um, and like, I think there's a lot of um, fulfillment and, and personal um, <clears throat> worth in creating something that you live in and use yeah. consistently. Like I'm sick, like, it, like I, I do a lot of, uh, we're at my, I'm at my house right now and I do a lot of like these interviews and stuff. And I'm saying like, I'm sitting at a table that I built in a chair that I built in a room that I remodeled next yeah. to a deck that I built with doors that I built next to a bar that I built. And it's like, it's just cool to like live and that, breathe. And that to me is just so know. like satisfying. Like, I feel like that's the word, like you just created that. And like, and like I said yeah. earlier, like at the end of the day, there's that tangible thing. Like that wasn't there before and be, and, not to sound like narcissistic, but like because of me, that's there it's now. There like now, yeah. I, yeah. I did something, and like, and I feel like you can get something out of that. Right? Yeah, and from a pride standpoint, yeah. you know, that's kind of like the, that's where I find pride. And then the right. next evolution and next step of that is like I get to share that with other people. Um, and and so for me, a lot of the building and a lot of what I do is because I I, I do love and enjoy being <clears throat> inspiring and educational for other people, and that's why I create content. But in the same regard. Um, I love bringing other people's dreams to life when I do custom and work and commission work and stuff. Yeah. If, uh, you know, someone comes with some wild or crazy idea and I'm able to like take it from a, you know, yeah. non-physical to bring it to the real world. Uh, I get a lot of pride in that too. Myself and my team and, and, and everyone involved and, and whatnot. Um, I would say most proud project I've, I like, dude, I got a 20 foot deck sitting off the back of my house and then yeah. when we I sat on it and I was like, man, I've owned this house for, at the time, it was like three and a half years. I dreamed of this deck when I walked through the yard yeah. for the first time, you know, and it was like, went completely broke trying to buy it and <laughs> yeah. uh, got, to the, got to the point where I was sitting on it just like watching the sun go down. I was like, man, this is, this is what it's about. This is like right. the whole, this is the journey and that capstone on, on being a builder and being a maker and a creator and whatnot. And so I'm, I'm proud of that. Um, and it's uh, it, it's been it's one of the bigger projects, but totally worth it in the end, kind of thing. Let's see. Yeah, I th I think that's awesome, and I, and I love doing that. And, and like I said, like I I feel like just having something tangible at the end of the day, it, it yeah. feels like accomplished, and, and and it makes you feel good. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you have any desire to get into like coaching or anything, and and like youth sports or high school or anything like that going forward? You see a lot of people, you know, maybe they they take mm -hmm. some time off, but they they have that love that they just can't shake. Is that something you still feel? To be honest, 
No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so my uh, my uh, wife and I we're, we're moving to Pine Richland at the end of the summer, mm-hmm. um, and like they had that whole coaching spiel and all that stuff. Right. And, and anyone I talked to is like, you should, you should go coach. And yeah, uh, coaching coaching is like a um, it's a what's I, I'm I'm losing the word right now. But it's a no. It's a very selfless thing, especially yeah. at that level. Like those those guys and girls put so much time and energy into coaching. Um, and I played for the majority of my life, you know, from eight years old till I was twenty four. And for sixteen years of my life, that's all I didn't yeah. care about. Um, and I'm like nine years out now, and uh, it still feel still feels like it consumed all of my being for the longest time. So like if I wanted to do it, I would have to put <laughs> that much energy yeah, into it because yeah. that's just the type of person I, I'm like an all in kind of person. And so maybe someday my daughter, you know, is, is looking for a softball coach or something yeah, and, yeah. and I want to join in. Um, I can, I'll dive into that, but I don't think I want to get into coaching football. I, I do. I'm a, I'm a lineman. So for me, I've done a lot of um, one-on-one coaching and some mm-hmm. small group coaching and stuff over the years where I do, thir- I do really enjoy like, you know, helping out the, that individual, yeah. but you know, when you get to high school sports and in communities, there's bureaucracies. Yeah. And there's politics and what about just like a position coach? I remember like in high school there, I mean, I, I only played high school, obviously I'm five, six. That, that's pretty <laughs> much, that, that was my, Hey man, I'm, a, I'm always a beast in the slot, but you know, that was pretty much my potential. I gotta ask, I gotta ask what high school and how old are you guys? Central Catholic. I, I graduated in 09. So I'm 30. Gotcha. So you're younger than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little we bit. We played yeah. Central my freshman year, which would have been uh, 2003, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got a bunch of buddies that I played at Pitt with. I went to Central, and they were on that. Eugene Jarvis and John Pelusi and Shane Murray. Oh, yeah. Jarvis, he he graduated the year before me. Like Shane Murray and people like that. Yeah, they beat the brakes off of us. Yeah. But but my senior year, we we were pretty good. But anyway, um, I mean, you know, Central was like college. Yeah. So, like, I I went to Franklin Regional, and and it was super important. you know, to the coaches that participated with us too. And they, and they were there like every free minute they had. And I'm talking yeah. like Saturdays, Sundays, breaking right. off the, and it's just something, it's a, it's a lot of time. It and is. I, it's and selfless. Commend, like you said, I commend those men who gave up that time, but I talked to them now and they're like, you know, I, I, a lot of them retired because they want to spend time with their kids and yeah. their families. And, and I'm, you know, I'm growing a business. And for me, that's my baby with my existing baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, I really, I don't know. I don't. I don't have an inkling to coach right, right now. But we'll see down the line. No, that, I feel like th- that's that's absolutely fair. And and you're doing a great job with what you're doing. I, d- I don't think you sh- you should. I think you found your niche because you're killing it. Yeah, couldn't agree more. No, I appreciate it, John. Let me ask you kind of kind of a random question before we we wrap this up. Are yeah. you a fan of movies? Do you, are you a movie buff at all? I uh, I like movies. I don't get to watch as much as I would like. To, okay. But- now, uh, last year, this is we just had our one year anniversary last week, actually. Uh, so, thank you. Nice, uh, yeah, 
So we ask our guests every week, like who, who their least favorite movie character is, just somebody who annoys them. Like, like I hate Jenny from Forrest Gump. There, there's people <laughs> who just bother me. So we have a tournament going right now, but you're the first guest of year two. So right. I would like to know if you have one who, like just a movie character, they don't have to be awful as much, but like maybe they just annoy you or they stick out to you. Your least favorite. Right. Mm, movies are tough. because Or TV. Yeah, well, TV? yeah, yeah, yeah. TV's fair. We'll open it up no, to TV. No one, year. no one will ever beat Skylar from from Breaking. <laughs> Hell yeah, she's he a, isn't worst. she in the isn't she in the bracket? Skylar is in this. Yeah, Corey, Corey, comedian Corey Brennan, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck her. He, we he has Skylar White. I think is actually in. She's in the Sweet Sixteen right now. Yeah, she is. She <laughs> she was so she terrible. I mean, yeah. and that show is like twelve years old. Like yeah. I think now it just still burned in my brain. Yeah, but yeah. um. What's the wife's? We just we just watched what season four of Ozark. Oh, Wendy. Wendy this yeah. year. We Wendy, she Wendy is too, also man. in the Sweet She's Sixteen, the John. Sweet 16. <laughs> you are on point, my man. Wow, two for two for That's for for, for that. Saying. But absolutely. And now I I I agree with Skylar White being awful. But the more I think about it, is like, am I just mad at her because she didn't want her husband making meth in her house with her kids? Like, like I hate her, but maybe I should or die, man. She's supposed to have your back no matter what. It wasn't necessarily how she felt about it. It's the way she projected. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, true. But, I mean, Wendy had some real strong Skylar feels. This oh, episode. for yeah. sure. Absolutely. For man. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Those we, are both. We hate them both. We hate them both. <laughs> John, I want to have one more question before we wrap it up because I saw on your Instagram you you had a picture uh, with the two time X IPA that the, the two time haze from two Southern IPA, Tier, yeah. which is one of our favorite. I love Southern Tier. Do you have a like what's Southern your favorite Tier. beer right now? Ooh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm drinking anything juicy and anything hazy. Pretty much, I'm with you. Right on. I don't. I, I there's um. What, what, what's it? Uh, Shoe Brew up north. My buddies are loving yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah. Pittsburgh brewery. My favorite beer is going to be the uh, <clears throat> is going to be from the, the guys over at Brew Gentlemen, General Braddock's. Oh, they're, yeah. They're OK, we were Chris just talking about my, my beer tonight? of the week right now is Brew Gentlemen's Albatross. But we had General Braddock. I got it's it. Delicious. So like, I know, like Asa and Matt and I, we go way back. And I was like, I texted Asa. I was like, dude. How come I haven't had any albatross right yet? You know, like every, yeah. everyone's yeah. hyping it up right now. But uh, I moved out of Braddock, so I don't I don't see him as often. Um, but yeah, those guys make some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that's awesome. Th- those are good answers, John. Thank you for giving us an answer yeah, too. Yeah, there was, you go. Yeah. Not beating around yeah. the bush. Yeah. But uh, yeah. John, can you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, check me out um, on YouTube, uh, John Malecki Builds, or on on Instagram, Facebook. Just my name. Put it in wherever. I think I'm the only one that's uh, wasting their time making videos and content and such. So <laughs> I should be the first one to pop up. But, uh, yeah. You're lucky that you have a unique last name. It's not Smith. It's not Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> John what Smith would, Builds would be rough. Yeah, that wouldn't be as, as unique, no. Yeah. But I wouldn't get as many. I'd probably get l- m- more people knowing how to pronounce it instead of like, yeah. Malachi. <laughs> Do you get Malachi? Malachi. 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 Yeah. Mal- 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 Maliki. <laughs> I, I love the effort. Like, I screw Mal- up names all the time, so I'm totally cool with it. So. That's and, awesome. Uh, but, John, thank you so much. For, for uh, Cheech, let's wrap this up. Right for, on, for John, for Cheech, I'm Chris. Thank you for listening. 
We appreciate all of you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast signing off. See you next week.